welcome back to another episode of the New Adult Playbook. I am your host, Makaya, and I'm here with our other host, Alyssa. Hey, y'all. What's up? What's up, y'all? Um, it has been a week. How's your week been, Alyssa? Long, and it's only Wednesday. <laughs> it's only Wednesday. It is so long. Um, and I just, I'm exhausted, but it's it's okay because here we are, we're making this podcast and we are balling out. Um, but this, right, trying our best. <laughs> <laughs> but this week, um, we actually wanted to talk about like dreams and aspirations. And I don't know if you guys listened to our podcast last week, but we touched on it with our special guests. We had some of our former roommates. We had Derek, um, the shot and Mike shout out to y'all. Thank y'all so much for being a part of last week. But one of the questions that we asked them towards the end were like, what are their like biggest dreams? And we kind of said it as like, it wasn't a joke. I, especially I didn't take mine as a joke, but <laughs> it was like, what are the craziest things that you want to kind of accomplish? Um, and Derek was like, he wants to go to Mars, but okay. No, he wants to go to a different galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, he went that far. <laughs> yeah, he went that far. I'm like, okay, Derek. <laughs> and then ours were what uh, win a Grammy, um, and other stuff. But I, I think like we really wanted to continue that conversation to talk about like dreams and things like that because you know having a dream is something we all, I, everyone has them. They always have things that they want to accomplish. But like, how do you go about that? You know what I mean? Right. So I guess like in terms of that, we can just jump right into it. And um, I'll ask our first question. So what are your dreams and aspirations, Alyssa? So a funny thing about my dreams is that I actually had to basically like rework them this year, or maybe last year since this year kind of just started, even though we're in March. So Anyways, I don't know. I, I was telling some of my students today, I was like, I still feel like I'm in 2020. <laughs> okay, for real. I think, <laughs> like, I don't want to self-diagnose, but sometimes I'd be looking at them TikToks about ADHD, and I'm like, do I have ADHD? Because some of them TikToks hit a little too close to home. I'm like, whoa, wait, this is exactly me. Anyways, I'm not going to self-diagnose, but I might have ADHD, just so y'all know. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. What was I talking about? Oh, oh how you're <laughs> rewalking your dreams. Okay, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, so last year I had to rework my dreams really because um I used I used to have this page in my bullet journal for 2020 called um unrealistic goals. And that's where I wrote all of my dreams, but I treated them as goals instead of dreams. And I remember talking to my therapist about it, and she was like you are just counting yourself out from the get because you're not, you're saying that these things are unrealistic and that they're never going to happen. So of course, if you say that they're unrealistic and they're never going to happen, they're not going to happen because you're not going to work towards them. So I had to like rethink a lot of things and be like, okay, dreams and goals, first of all, are two different things. And they're both like goals might be a little bit more realistic they might actually you know have like a plan and whatever but dreams are things that you're just like that's something that I want to do that's something that I've always wanted to do and I will try my best to get there I'm you may not even be sure how you're going to get there but you just keep trying you know going through whatever and you'll get there eventually but anyways that whole spiel just to say <laughs> yeah I once like before you segue off of that someone once told me 
the your goals are the stepping stones or the steps to get to uh, accomplishing your dreams. Ooh. And I was like, whoa. I like that. I know. I was like, okay, go off, sis. <laughs> go off or whatever. <laughs> no, I like that. That's true. I feel like that's very true. Like, goals are so much more tangible to me, you know, than dreams are. But dreams can still happen. It's not just like, oh, that's something, you know, she her head is in the clouds. That's never going to happen, you know. Um, so one of my biggest dreams, um is to one of my biggest dreams that I've had for years is to live abroad which I feel like could be treated as a dream or a goal but for me it's both a dream and a goal that I just want to live somewhere abroad so to me it would be like my to me if I were to differentiate be like my goal is to live in France for three years that's to me that's a goal and the dream is just like broadly I just want to live abroad at some at some point in my life, you know, so here I am. That's one of my biggest dreams. Um, also, one of my like more jokey dreams is that I really want to meet BTS. <laughs> that is a that's a big old dream. Um, I also really want to work with like some of my favorite artists, like uh, d- the love of my life, Lizzo. Uh, I have to talk about her every episode, <laughs> and she deserves it. She Lizzo, does. if you're listening. Hey. Hey, what's up, girl? How you doing? How you doing, friends? Please. Please, I'm begging. This is my formal beg to be friends with Lizzo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, I want, like, one of my biggest dreams is to be a singer or, like, perform for a living. And, you know, maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't happen, but... um, I just really that's something that I've always really wanted to do and to like work with people that I really admire I love their music you know whatever um that's a big dream and yeah those are my dreams that are like really kind of out there but you know I also have smaller dreams to like you know get out of Georgia (laughs) that's fair (laughs) I want to leave um you know, have a YouTube channel, like, that's successful. I want to just, like, create. That's a dream, just to create, because sometimes I just don't be feeling like it. But we're creating right now, so high five to us. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I haven't um, I really have, oh, written them. What were you saying? No, you're good. I haven't really um, written them down or anything. It's just things that I'm, like, kind of always – you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, man, I really want to do this, you know? So, yeah. yeah. I, I want to hit on one more thing that you talked about in that, just because I just thought of it. But you kind of said that, like, in your bullet journal for last year that you wrote down that these are your unrealistic goals or your unrealistic dreams. Like, where, where did that thought that you couldn't reach them come from? You know what I mean? Yeah. So... <laughs> That's what we talked about in therapy. <laughs> she was like, "What?" Shout out to Linnell. <laughs> yes, girl, she ain't listening, but I love her. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we talked about that. Why did I call them unrealistic dreams in my own bullet journal? I was like, to me, when I wrote the page, it was maybe in June or something, and I was thinking like. If someone ever were to find this or whatever, then I don't want them to think that this is something that I really want to do. 
because it might not ever happen. So that was my thought process. I was like, well, if if I say it's unrealistic, then they can't make fun of me for it never happening, you know? I was, I'm so much more mentally healthy right now, let me just tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so much more mentally healthy right now because I can't even fathom doing something like that right now where I am in life right now. But, um, yeah, so basically, like, I had heard people always count me out and be like, oh, you know, kind of, like, um, push my dreams aside when I talked about them seriously to be like, oh, I really want to do this. This is something that I really love that I'm passionate about. And I had always heard people say, oh, you can't do that or you're too old to do that or, you you know, this, 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 and that. You don't have the right background or whatever and so I had internalized all that stuff and I you know put it in my journal and I remember my therapist asking me she was like so are you writing in your journal for other people and I was like oh my god (laughs) she did not have to come for you like that she didn't I was like maybe (laughs) I am and what about it I'm gonna say it I was pressed I was like stop stop asking me truthful things that made me think about stuff this is not why I'm here I'm here to complain that video where she's like today I'm complaining (laughs) that's me in therapy every time I'm complaining I don't want to hear any type of introspection don't ask me no questions I'm complaining all you can do is agree with me exactly I'm paying you to agree with me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, that was that was why I felt the need to put that they were unrealistic goals because I was like, if ever I become like, not to say that I will ever die in a genocide, but if ever like someone were to publish my diary like they did Anne Frank, which I honestly think was a little dirty, but we can get into that some other day. First of all, like, you're right, we can't get into that some other day, but some of the stuff that Anne wrote, that was for Anne. Right. That was her privacy. And you just like, put her on blast in an eighth grade, <laughs> grade classroom for us to annotate Anne's work. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did not have to do that to Anne. <laughs> Some of that stuff was not for our eyes. I was not like, you could have edited this a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyways, I'm sorry, Anne, um, that we had to read your diary like that. That's kind of dirty. But anyways, <laughs> I was thinking, like, if ever my diary, my bullet journal gets published, someone's going to see this and they're going to be like, ha she's stupid. <laughs> so... that was my thought behind it and now I'm talking about I'm like that's really stupid but I've grown like I said I'm more mentally healthy now and I don't have an unrealistic goals list anymore they're dreams now they're aspirations yeah I love that (laughs) anyways what are your dreams and aspirations because I'd love to know honestly same um (laughs) I feel (laughs) like they legit change every day and it just comes back to the whole this notion and I've told you this once before that I just plan to live an extraordinary life and within that I have like a whole bunch of stuff and I've mentioned this like some of them to you like how one one really big one is I do want to win a Grammy not for singing I want to write the most I don't know, damaging love song known to man. I want it to be as toxic as toxic can get. Like, like I, I really want to, I don't know. I mean, of course I can write about anything, but I really want to win a Grammy for songwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you can put my vocals in the background too. It'd be like, huh, huh. okay, okay. We already Ooh. got a hook. There we go. <laughs> Someone signed me already. Um, but so one is to win a Grammy, and I've had this one for as long as I can remember. Um, but anyways, the second one would be I really want to do stand up comedy. Mm. Um, I <laughs> I feel like in everyday life, like people like traditionally don't tell me like I'm funny but that's because I feel like I downplay how like my jokes in my head like you know like I'll go on a roll like us just our <laughs> conversations personally and it's just like sometimes I'm like how do I think of this stuff like right yeah and and I've always wanted to do stand-up comedy I've always wanted to like it is my dream to have a freaking Netflix special mm-hmm. and it's just me for an hour just going off on stuff um and that that's a really big goal of mine too, um, which I'm actually gonna do because I'm hilarious and the world sure. needs to hear. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be in the crowd like ah. <laughs> it'll be even you, my mom. <laughs> like, oh best friend, that's my best friend, that's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you. Like, can that black girl shut up? Shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna be up in the stand. Y'all see her? That's my best friend. <laughs> Anyways, okay, um, bestie, go off, I guess. <laughs> But um, that's another, like, really, like, big one. Um, Another one is I want to go backpacking. And I, too, think this is – I've often thought that this is unrealistic because I'm, like, I'm a woman. Not only am I a woman, I am a black woman. And you just can't be out here backpacking Backpacking in the streets like that. Backpacking when you black is whack. No, I'm just playing. Black packing. Black packing. Black packing. Oh my god. Wait, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go black packing. Look, if anyone would like to go black packing with us, please sign up. <laughs> we have a Google form. <laughs> Turn it around. Be on oh the lookout. That's the best idea I've ever look. Okay. All right, I'm about to take that. But, but you got, but you got, uh, what was it? Instafluencers, <laughs> blackpacking. <laughs> Every episode is something new. Advice on blackpacking. That's what this episode is. <laughs> <All right>. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, so I really want to do that, but I want to go for like an extended period of time. Like I want to be gone like half the year, like just, okay. just really in nature doing that. Mm-hmm. Those are like my, like, oh, and then my last one, which I thought about, like, I thought about it last night, actually. Um, I want to have my own talk show. Ooh. And, and this is also... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Tyra said, it was it was always my dream to have a talk show. And then she came out with the Tyra show. The worst talk show that I've ever seen in my entire life. Literally, wasn't it only one season? I don't know. I never watched it. I, I, I said it's the worst talk show I've watched, but I've never seen it. It just, I just know it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But I've always like, even I remember I was sitting in like my ninth grade Bible class and my teacher asked me, um, he was like, oh, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I was like, I want to be a talk show host. And he was making fun of me and my other best friend, um, Jasani. Hey, and he was like, because Jasani and I are very close. And he was like, Jasani's gonna be in the crowd with the cue cards. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I thought about that last night. Um, and I was just like, where where have I you know veered from this? You know, 
Um, but, and I, okay, last one, I promise. I also want to write a script for a TV show. Like, I want to see it come to life. Um, and I have like a whole bunch of ideas and all this other stuff that I just need to just sit down and write and figure that out. But that's also like the last one, but short-term stuff, like I, I don't know, short-term stuff, like goals, like I want to have a van. I want to have a tiny Mm -hmm. van, everyone. I've been talking about this. Thank you. I'm going to get it. I'm <laughs> One so excited day. for it. Um, and then other stuff, like I, I want to graduate, um, like my master's. And like, I'm, of course, on track to do that. That's like also like a goal, like you said, like they kind of sometimes intersect, um, graduate with my master's. Um, I also this year, like want to get published in a top, like, um, what do you call it? Publication, like New York Times. Like I just, just one of my stories. I want to go there. Um, those are just like small goals that I think like, or small dreams that I think are just like so attainable. And if they happen, I'd be like, Oh my God, what? Yeah. <laughs> we just like, yeah. freaking out. um, I would print that out. I don't even know if I can have access to New York times. Don't worry. I got, don't you have to pay for it? Yeah. I got the students. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna print it out and frame it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I'm mailing it to everyone. I know you, you get a copy. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. That's cool. That actually reminds me. I forgot one thing. I have a dream to be a a published author, which has been a dream since I was like a kid. So we about we out here finna be published, baby. Listen, listen. We about to take over the map. <laughs> we are. Right. People gonna listen back to this podcast and say, "Oh my god, they really did it." <laughs> they gonna say, "Oh my god, Alyssa really met BTS." <laughs> You're gonna be on stage with them singing. <laughs> like, get, 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 get. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing ad libs. What's up, guys? Hey, I love myself too. What's up? <laughs> They'd be like, who is this girl? <laughs> They'd be like, please get her off the stage. <laughs> but I met them. Security, them, security. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that reminds me, though, of um, uh, just like us talking about our dreams reminds me a bit of um my like 2021 slogan so I watched this video at either the end of 2020 or the beginning of 2021 and I don't exactly remember who it's by I think the YouTube channel is um Evelyn from the internet I believe and um she had this video about this like card that she found on Etsy and the card says, don't be afraid to be seen trying. And I was like, this is very simple. But it's so, prof- it was so profound to me at that time. Because I was like, that's like one of my biggest fears. Like just to be seen trying to do something that I'm not already good at, you know? Yeah. Like I always, as a, as a youngin. I was always the type to only do things that I was good at, that I knew I would be good at. And if I wasn't good at it, I would, like, be really hard on myself and be like, why am I not good at this? So this year, I wanted to, like, combat that by being like, I'm just going to try. And, you know, if people support me, then great. If they don't, then whatever. But I'm just try, And I'm going to be all all in with my trying. I'm going to post it everywhere I'm gonna you know do this and do that because like what literally what is the point what what's the point of trying just for yourself honestly <laughs> yeah but yeah 
So just like us say, like talking out loud about these things that we want to do is kind of like us being like, well, you know, here I am talking freely about the things that I want to do and whatever. And if they happen, they happen. If they don't, they don't. You know, it's kind of yeah. nice. Refreshing, if you will. <laughs> no I I really love that I remember when you told that to me and never be seen because I like as a kid also like not to be that person I wasn't bad at many things you know me neither yeah yeah so I was just like I, I saw this one thing on uh, tumblr one day shout out to tumblr <laughs> <laughs> they were just like um they were like, everybody's good at stuff when they're 10. I was like, are they wrong? No. I was like, we was out here bionic people at right. 10. <laughs> but right. it was just like one of those things where like when I got an adult and I was like, oh, you really aren't good at math? Oh. <laughs> it was <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it, it puts you in a place you're like, I don't even want to put myself out there. But also I think we live in a like a culture where or a society where it's better just to highlight your strengths and just try to forget about your weaknesses or just things like you just don't think you need to work on or things like that, just to, you know, keep pushing these same like eight facts about yourself. Like I, right. you know, I can do this. I won this award, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, I don't know. You, you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, it's like we, I, I feel like at the at the age where we're willing to try things and we're completely just like no holes barred we're just doing everything that we can we are often held back by adults that didn't do that so like we had like for me I really wanted to play soccer when I was like 12 and my mom was like well you've never played soccer before you're not going to be good at it so why why do you want to play soccer now? I was like, well, I watched my brother and my cousins play FIFA on the Xbox and now right. I want to play soccer. So that, that was like the only, and I was 12. So I wasn't like, you know, seven or eight. I was like an older, you know, getting yeah. into like my teenage years. And, but I really wanted to play soccer and I never did because my mom's like, why? <laughs> What's the point? And I mean, like, honestly, I don't know if I would have stuck with it. Like, obviously I never tried it. So I have no idea what would have happened if anything would have happened. But at that age is the age where like you should try everything mm-hmm. because then you'll 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 be forced to like you're like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Which will only make your comfort zone bigger so that in the future when you want to try something, you're like, OK, it's OK if I'm not good at this thing because I can get better or I can just be like, OK, this thing is not for me. I'm just going to try something else, you know, Yeah. instead of just always being in this like bubble of, oh, well, I know I'm good at this. So I should just keep doing this because it it continues to affirm that like positive, um like reinforcement whatever. Because yeah. when you're good at something, people are gonna be like, oh my god, you're so good at that, and you're gonna be like, okay, I need to keep doing that because mm-hmm. I keep getting this praise. But when you get older, you don't get praise like that. Like, <laughs> right, right. People aren't telling me every day, you're so good at this, you're so good at that. And so I'm like, so what was the point of me doing all that stuff if I'm not and, gonna get praised? Yeah, and also like. I feel like even when like my, my grandparents, they do that a lot. They call me all the time and they're just like, you are the best person we know. And I love you. And I honestly, like, I, in hindsight, I appreciate them. Cause I'm like, thank you. I need this. Like, thank you for reminding me about who I am and who I am as an individual. But also 
I feel like I've just also beat myself up so much that I don't even believe it at times. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, they'd be like, follow your dreams, live out your truth, blah, 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 whatever they'd be saying. Shout out to them. Um, <laughs> shout out to like everybody. 40, yeah, right. shout out to everybody. <laughs> shout out to Pete Davidson. <laughs> right. <laughs> shout out to Meghan Merkel and her. <laughs> Shout out to their son. What's his name? Oliver or whatever. Archie. Archie. (laughs) Girl, you know I know them. (laughs) I know. I I love. I'm obsessed with anything British royalty. I'm obsessed. But anyways. Um, But no, I I feel like sometimes like we've even just believed the things that the lies we've told ourselves. Mm-hmm. and it's just like oh like no I'm not good at that so whatever and when someone says that like oh I see that in you and you're just like I don't see how like I don't know I don't even know what you're talking about right. and then from there that again that just perpetuates your negative cycle right. of going down that rabbit hole like I don't know what they're talking about mm-hmm. and because I remember like I think my voice is the most annoying voice on the face of the <laughs> earth and that's literally like I'm sure there's science behind it but I was like I'll never get on radio or be a radio talk show host I did a interview with this guy um his name is Allende Alakoye <laughs> and um he created this app called Needle I was telling you about it but mm-hmm. basically like it's a radio app and you have your own talk show and all this other stuff and he literally like we as soon as we got on the phone and I don't know if this was a media strategy but shout out to him mm-hmm. um <laughs> he was like wow you have such a nice voice for radio I was like boy don't say that don't even do that <laughs> Don't do, don't do it to me. Don't do don't, it. I'm about to get on radio. Yeah, don't hear me out here <laughs> on the radio talking with some. You've logged on to KPW 17, and today <laughs> we're listening to Smooth Jazz. Don't do that to me. Don't. <laughs> I'm about to act up. I'm about to act up, right? And so it's it's stuff like that. Like even when I guess you don't believe something about yourself, other people still see stuff in you that you just like some kind of way forget, and yeah. you might lose your way a little bit, but. Hopefully you can find your way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember I used to always think like when I first decided that I wanted to be a teacher of some sort in like junior year, I think, of of high school, I was like, I don't think I'm good at teaching though. Like I don't I don't think I would be able to explain things well. I mostly thought this because my train of thought is everywhere always. Does it even exist? I don't know. It doesn't. Um, it it don't. It don't. <laughs> I just be on my Holden Caulfield all the time, just talking about whatever. But anyways, <laughs> what Exhibit Eight? <laughs> the way that I just be going off topic. Anyways, um, yeah, I forgot what I was talking about. What was I talking about? Oh, how oh, teaching. <laughs> yeah, teaching. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I first decided I want to be a teacher, I was like, I don't know if I'd be good at it. I don't know how. Like, I don't know if anyone would ever understand me or what I'm trying to get across, if I'd be able to explain things well. But I remember I just kept saying, like, oh, yeah, I want to be a teacher. Uh, Like, at some point, I kind of let go of that. And then I came back to it later. But anyways, um, and people would tell me, oh, yeah, I could really see you doing that. Like, you'd be a good teacher. You could really, like, I feel like you've taught me a lot or whatever. You know, they'd say things. I'd be like, oh, yeah, you'd be good at that, whatever. And I'd have this doubt in my mind still that I'd be like, um, I don't think I'd be good at it. Like, don't tell me that right. crap, you right. know? <laughs> like, you almost get kind of angry that they're right. saying it to you. <laughs> right, you're, like, happy, but also you're like, why would you say that to me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's, like, fun and, like, kind of ironic now because I do teach kids, 
but like it's just like I don't know it just doesn't just the 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 like self-doubt that we have is just so deep sometimes that you're like I could never do any of this stuff that I believe that I could do yeah or that I not that I believe that I could do I can never do any stuff that I want to do yeah I don't believe that I can do it and it sucks it's it does it really does it does but I guess like moving on that because sometimes you do feel like you just be on top of the world but like it's because you have motivators. You like how I segue? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I guess, like, the next question is, what what motivates you to, like, even if you have all the self-doubt and all this other stuff, because you still get up every morning and you still go and try to accomplish an ounce of your dream. So what is that motivating factor that, or factors that keeps you coming back? That's hard because I don't actually know if I have a real motivator besides the fact that I want to be famous. (laughs) Okay, same. (laughs) Literally, literally, like, I don't even want to be famous. I just, like, I'm, like, I envision myself in a certain arena, and it is that arena. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's, like, I have this, I have this, like, I daydream so much that I have this, like, ideal like daydream of my life in the future and I'm not like like Kardashian famous or anything I'm just like I'm just like famous enough that I don't have to have a real job (laughs) (laughs) like I not to say that like like like, I'm going to work because I like to work but I don't have to work (laughs) right exactly exactly that exactly that like not saying that these aren't real jobs but I'm saying like I don't have a nine-to-five like I'm not you know whatever yeah. I I go to work because I want to because I want to make things because I want to put things out. That's the that's the type of work that I'm trying to do, not the I have to go to work because I have to. Um, yeah. So that's my that's my ideal daydream of life in the future. Who knows when? But um, yeah, that's my motivating. That's my motivator because I'm like, <laughs> if I don't work for it, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> that's fair. I I think I have like. I have like three, three big ones. I would say number one is like my family. Like, and that goes, look bad. I'm not trying to make you look bad because I already told you that I want to be famous too. <laughs> and I will stop at no cost. <laughs> We're going all the way. Um, but no, I, one is like my family, like just seeing like with both my mom and my dad and my grandparents, just literally every single member of my family, like they'd be out here hustling. Mm-hmm. and like at every single level they'd be out there working hard providing for their families doing all this stuff and I just feel like in a way like I have to give back to them not like I'm about to give them my whole check because whatever mm-hmm. but like <laughs> you know what I no. mean like I <laughs> <no>. <laughs> they literally they're like what you giving back on your taxes I said don't ask me those questions because yeah. I know no they would never but <laughs> but um in this sense, like, I just feel like I, too, have to keep up that, like, that hustle mentality. Like, we're out here grinding. Like, I can't remember the last time I did not have two jobs at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just feel like that's just, like, like, I feel like I'm not doing anything if I'm not, like, out here, like, hustling, looking for jobs, doing this, creating that, doing whatever. And granted, I fell off the whole year. Shout out to mental health. <laughs> <Dang>. But... <laughs> um, 
but in the sense, like, I just feel like I, I got that mentality from them and I always want to like give back to them and contribute to them and like help the family and all this other stuff. And so I think that's like number one motivator. Um, number two is the people who tell me I can't do something. Ooh, that's good. That's a good one. Because it irritates the living bleep out of me. Yes, I bleep. bleep? <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> okay. Not bleep. <laughs> it just, when I say substitute any word that you would like there, it yeah. irritates the living life out of me. And I'm just like, I just don't think that anyone is in any position to tell someone that they can't do something. Like, who are you? Who, who do you think you are? Because right. also, like the same way you got to your success, the the like the same way it can be taken away from you. Like you need to humble yourself. You can't be out here saying, "Oh, you can't do this because you're not qualified." You can't do this because you're not this. One lesson, like, um, like I'm Christian, religious. Things that I think about is Jesus didn't pick the qualified. And that's just, that's just something that I've always gone off of. Like, I don't need to be the one out here with the, you know, the widest teeth to be so-and-so, you know, like you're just thinking like all the different stuff. Like, I don't need to have this degree to do this. I don't need to do that to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Like if it's for me, it is meant for me. And who are you to tell me that it's not? Right. And so. Let me get an organ out. (laughs) Right. But it's just stuff like that just really like bothers me. Um, Like, I just don't think that, again, anyone is in any position to tell you that. But I think that also it just puts like a fire up under me because I'm just Mm -hmm. like, just out of spite. Now I'm like, I have to do it. (laughs) Spite. Spite is such a motivator. Spite. That is that is the the motivator. Be motivator. (laughs) Um, But. I, that that would be number like two would be the people who tell me I can't do stuff. And then I would say like the third one is I think I to just have this fire and this drive inside of me. And I do think like, even when I do have a lot of self doubt, I'm like the only person that's going to get you out of this is you. Mm-hmm. And you want to make something for yourself. You need to do it. Yeah. And even if you don't know how to do it, find a way because you are you are capable and that's something i think we have to continue to remind ourselves like you are capable you can do it it might seem like and you know mike touched on this last week um we were talking about like going for the job and doing all this stuff but he's like don't stop trying like even when you can't see like the end yeah because like i mean that's just so like for real like even like you just gotta go and it was something will pop up somewhere i promise but you just got to keep going. And I feel like, especially right now, that's the the headspace that I'm in. Cause I graduated with one degree, switched complete degrees in undergrad and careers in the middle of a whole photosynthesis, like <laughs> <laughs> a whole periodic table. I, listen, <laughs> I was going to say a whole mitochondria, but it's <laughs> the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's, it's, it's that too. I feel like I just have that in me that I feel like even when all the other things fail, like I always have myself to push myself forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, th- that's it. That's it. Shout out to my haters though. Yeah. <laughs> You're a glum. No, I, I agree. I think I am such a spiteful person. 
And <laughs> I've always, I've always tried to get out of it. Like I always try to not be spiteful, like purposely not be like, okay, I'm not going to do this out of spite, whatever. But um, I think that a lot of times spite really pushes me to do things that I'm like, okay, I know this person doesn't believe in me. So I'm just going to push through just so that, just so I can show them that I can do it. Even at, at the end of the day, they probably don't even care. Yeah, they, they, not even, they don't even care. They're not even worried about any it anymore, but I am. So I'm going to be like, I'm going to show you. Yeah. I'm going to show you that I'm going to get through this. And even if this thing is torture in some way, I'm going to get through it because you said you didn't believe in me. So here we are. Here I'm we successful. Are. And you're bitter. Haha. Ha, and you're bitter. But yeah, I um, definitely, spite definitely gets me places in life. Same. Uh, what was yes. your third one again? Oh, myself. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Dang. You out here one-upping me? I am not. Spite. I'm angry. Yeah, no. I feel like you're, you, ha- you definitely yourself has to be your biggest motivator at the end of the day because you're the only person who's who's able like literally able to motivate you like you can't you you can't just be like oh well you know you can have outside motivation of course but yeah in the end in the end i'm the only one who's going to be like you need to get out of bed like my mom's not gonna call me and be like hey are you out of bed baby i'm 22 years old she's not calling me to get me out of bed no more like that's not you know Especially at especially at our age, like you you have to do it because you know sometimes older people, if they're married or they have partners, they whatever, a lot of times they rely on each other to be like, okay, you know, if you don't have the strength, you can lean on me. And we have friends and stuff, but our friends also have their own dreams, aspirations, places they're trying to go. Yeah. So at the end of the day. It's me, myself, and I, and right. that's all I got in the end. That's what I found out. Hey. <laughs> and it ain't no need to try. Oh. Tell them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> we moving. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I guess the, the next question, like, um, so we... we literally talked about all of our dreams and you know our motivators and you know overcoming self-doubt but like like what has held you back from doing it and like how have you overcome some issues how will you overcome some issues what does that process look like for you um because it is different from person to person um so yeah yeah Okay, low-key I hate answering these questions first because you be giving me ideas and and one-upping me Okay, um, I'll go first. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. You already asked the question. I'm going to just do You it. sure? You sure? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, I don't lost my train of thought again. How many times? Let's 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 start a count. Tally, <laughs> take a shot every time Alyssa loses her train of thought because you're going to be I think, I think we'd be 6 in today. Uh-uh. <laughs> you're going to be 3 seats to the wind by the time we finish this podcast. <laughs> I don't even have a train of thought. So it's already lost. Just keep drinking the whole time. Anyways, <laughs> what has held me back? Um, I think myself, for the most part. Um, because, like, even though 
like I said before, the stuff that I thought about myself, the self-doubt that I had inside was kind of internalized from the things that other people would say. But at some point, I have to take responsibility for the things that I internalized, you know? Um, And I definitely take responsibility for the self-doubt that I internalize as it pertains to my dreams because they're mine, you know? They're not any they're not my friends they're not my families they're not anybody on the street whatever they're mine and I'm the one who wants them and I'm the one who has to work towards them so there's no reason for me to have self-doubt over things that I have already seen for myself you know so I'm like I remember I also talked to my therapist about this on the same day we talked about the unrealistic goals list so gang gang it was a great session (laughs) (laughs) um definitely worth 50 bucks (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) um but uh I was telling her I was like I don't understand why I'm counting myself out because I can see these things for myself you know like even if it's all just an elaborate daydream I can still see it you know like I can visualize me also one of my big dreams is to voice a Disney princess like singing voice or speaking voice or both like I just want to do it I would pass out if you did that yeah I I would pass out too I would walk in there and do just, you Whoa. understand like I would be hopping fences at red carpets <laughs> I know her you would you would be invited what you talking about thanks baby hey girl you my co-host co-host first friend second <laughs> okay now I would invite you but that's like one of my biggest my biggest dreams in life I really want to voice a Disney princess but anyways I was telling her I was like like I can see that for myself and while I can be realistic and be like that might never happen if I can see it then I can do it if I can imagine it then here it is I'm gonna go ahead and do that you know so that's my biggest setback is always myself and it's always going to be myself if I don't get rid of this like self-doubt or like self-doubt is always going to rear its ugly head but to have the tools to overcome it is really the bottom line so that being said to overcome it really I just keep reminding myself that I can do anything that I set my mind to literally anything I'm such we were just talking about this but I'm such a big believer that people will do things that they really want to do. So if I really want to do something, I'm going to do it. So every time that self-doubt creeps in, I ask myself, do I actually want to do this? And if the answer is yes, then I'm then I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to let the self-doubt get in the way because if I really want to do it, I'm going to do it. But if the answer is no, then I let it go. If it's not a big enough dream for me to want to fight for, then oh well, you know, it's not going to yeah. happen, you know? So that's what that's how it is for me personally but I'd like to hear your thoughts since you you know I I would like to hear you one-up me another time oh my god stop <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like they beep it on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> right it's only episode six why are we already fighting <laughs> <laughs> we had never fought before here we go <laughs> it's the first time for everything baby <laughs> um but I think like like I completely agree with what you said um like what holds you back is yourself and like you eventually have to take accountability something else I also thought of is like 
as a kid, I feel like your parents would always push you to do stuff, you know? Yeah. They'd be like, oh my God, you know, do that. Just go. <laughs> yeah. And you'd be like, okay, I'll do that since you said do that. But like when you're an adult, like you don't have that push. Like you right. literally just have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I think that's like a big thing of it. Like some of us sit around and wait for like a sign or wait for something to happen or wait Mm -hmm. for that push, like whatever it is, you know, you wait for Mercury to be out of retrograde, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like you're just waiting for stuff. And it's like, no, just do it. Um, And I, I fall into those habits. I'm like, um, you know, like, oh, I'll start on Monday. Monday don't hit guess I got to wait another week, you know, <laughs> or I'll do this that day. And it doesn't happen. I'm like, oh, well, it wasn't my sign to do it then. Or right. I, I, I fall into that habit a lot. And that's where I get strung up. But also, this is like my, I guess, the double edged sword to the whole thing. Well, not really. But I also get very, like, tired of complacency. Mm-hmm. Like, I can only do it for so long. And then I'm just like, all right, listen right. here need to get it together yeah (laughs) um and I think that also like I I do fall into those very bad and like negative habits at times where I'm just like oh let's just go with the motions let me just get through the day I'll start it when I can start it blah 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 um but also I'm just like I'm also tired of like living in this space that I've created that I don't appreciate you know yeah like I don't like, like, I don't like myself in this space. And so that also is like my big push to like, try to overcome, like not pursuing my dreams or like mm-hmm. not doing this. I'm like, dude, it, like you said, if you, if someone wants to do something, they will do it. Yeah. Like it literally, like if you want to write this book, you, you know, look, I got a pen and a, like some paper. I, I'm gonna do it. You'll get it done. You'll get it, <laughs> You'll done. Get it done. And um, I think it, it's one of those things like, um, when you're just thinking about it, like if I, I genuinely want to do this, I want to have this goal. I want this, like, um, like I'm going to do it. Like you remember, I told you, like, I'm gonna buy this van. I called like 14 people looking mm-hmm. for this. Van. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. I'm still calling people. I'm just broke. So if anybody <laughs> wants to donate, please let me know. <laughs> Make a GoFundMe. <laughs> Makaya's dream van. <laughs> um, but even then, I'm just like, I, I know how much money I'm going to save this month so I can get this van to make sure I have this much insurance. I, like, have it broken down to a T when right. I'm going to have the van. But that's just, like, one of, like, those smaller goals that are easier to, like, conceptualize. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, like I said, like, I, I, it's something I want. And I'm not going to get complacent. Like, oh, I already have a car. Like, I'm yeah. not. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I'm going to, like, yeah. pursue my dream. Um, cause again, I'm tired. Ty- like I, like I said, it all boils down to me saying, I want to live an extraordinary life. And granted yeah. that looks different across the board for everyone. It depends on your goals and your dreams. I'm not saying you have to come out here and win a Grammy for you to be considered extraordinary. Some people right. want to have a family and mm-hmm. build that. And that is their extraordinary life. And if that is your dream and your goal, like you're going to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, yeah, I completely agree. I think we're, we're definitely the same in a lot of ways but that is is I remember I was talking to you like last week or two weeks ago I don't remember but we were I was saying like I don't know if I'm the only one that does this but whenever things are like comfortable I'm like oh I can put my dreams off for a little bit longer 
you know, maybe I'll just go to school, go back to school and keep working at my job. And, you know, things are fine now. I don't need to push myself out of my comfort zone when things are already okay. Like, no, no. (laughs) Every time those thoughts, like, you know, start creeping, tickling at my mind, I'm like, no, I cannot sit here any longer. Because I know, like, you know, we talked about this episode one, but I was trying to leave Georgia, the country, immediately, expeditiously, if you will, (laughs) and the, you know, COVID, whatever. And I sat here another year, and happy anniversary to COVID, I guess. Um, I sat here another year, and I'm, I'm not miserable. Like, I'm living fine, but I want, I just want to do more with my life, you know? Yeah. And that alone is enough to get me to overcome any type of self-doubt that I have or any type of anxiety that I have about leaving or about starting something new or about doing whatever. I want I I need to go. Exactly. <laughs> I need to do something with my life. I can't I just I got to go. I got to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally our anthem. I feel like <laughs> it is. <laughs> At different points in the year we're like switching off. We're switching off. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's it's true though. Like I I was thinking this morning actually. I was like there's like this stat about Americans how they are born, they grew up, they grow up and they die within like 50 miles or something like that. And I was born in Florida, so I'm already out of there. Um, but I grew up in Georgia. I don't want to die in Georgia. I'm not staying here. Yeah. I I I mean I might die in Georgia. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I might leave and come back and happen to die in Georgia. But, (laughs) you know, I mean, like, I don't want to live my adult life, like, just here, the place that I know, that I grew up in, that I just, like, I can't do that. I cannot do that. And I think about my parents. My dad was born and raised in Miami. My mom was born in Georgia, raised in Connecticut. So neither of them live in their homes, in their home states. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I feel like you don't often see people who do that like some people will move away and then come back when they're older or whatever but my parents left and didn't didn't go back yeah (laughs) and I feel like that's very to me that's kind of like inspiring because I'm like I want to do that and Mm -hmm. I know they don't want me to do that but I'm gonna do it I have (laughs) to go I have to go and I'm like no matter if that if I have to work 43 jobs at one time I'm gonna I'm gonna find a place I'm going to work those jobs. I'm going to get what I where I need to go. I'm going to do what I need to do. Right. But it's just like so that's that I think that's really also one of my motivating factors. I just need to do something with my life. Mm-hmm. I have to. I can't just sit here. Yeah. Like, well, I, yeah. I mean, that was one of the biggest things like when COVID hit, of course, I was just like, and I, I know a lot of people fell into that same space. Like I am wasting my time. Um, and of course, like, and, and, and of course, like take out the pandemic and all the like destructive things that have come about because of it. And, you know, just all the different other things like you typically see, like you, like, I, I don't ever sit at home, like, unless yeah. I'm actively choosing to sit at home because I'm just exhausted or I have right, like right. homework or something to do. Even then I would be going out be like, okay. Right. <laughs> like I literally have typed a paper at a bar, but like, <laughs> like it's, I'm not even, I was on my phone just to go and fingers <laughs> Um, but me doing my Duolingo. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Y'all, we went to go see it chapter two. 
And Alyssa was like, we're in the theater. The theater's packed. Um, she was like, halfway like, through the movie. Yeah, halfway through the movie, the stupid owl sent her a notification. She's like, I got to do my Duolingo. I said, girl, if you do not turn that off in this movie. And she sat there and did it. I had to. <laughs> so I was like, oh. I had to keep up my streak. The owl was going to come kill my family. <laughs> That's fair. And literally, that movie, so much was going on. No one even noticed she was on her phone. Yeah. Doing <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> Sorry. Um, how you, you don't sit still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember I, I spent a lot of time with, like, um, just my grandparents when I was younger. Because my mom is a homebody through and through. Um, and she, if you, y'all ever need a movie recommendation, can't think of anything, hit me up so I can hit my mom up. <laughs> she right. have a movie recommendations for every single genre at every single like time, like frame. It's it's insane. I have used her services. She has. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, um, I, I like my grandparents. They were always on the go. Like I remember my granddad. God bless his soul. I love him so much. But. It, he would pick me up from school and you know you we want to go home after school because mm-hmm. you just been out around these nasty kids all day you like i'm right. tired i want to go home i want to lay i want to do whatever i want to do at home right. we would run extra errands until 8 p.m and he'd mm-hmm. be like you could do your homework in the car i'm like papa no <laughs> but in the sense like i'm just always used to being like on the go because i feel like i'm wasting my time if i'm not mm-hmm. and that's kind of how I felt with this whole, like, with the whole pandemic. I was just like, I, like, I've fallen to this complacent habits. I'm not even the same person that I knew before in the sense of I used to, like, I used to wake up before my alarm even rang and would be mm-hmm. fully awake, ready to go at, like, 5 a.m. Like, let's go. Listen, if I get out of bed before 9 now, it is divine intervention. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just hate that, but I'm just, like, I'm trying to, you know, like, I feel like I always had to do something to, like, feel complete. And like you said, like, I just hate sitting around. And that's how I felt this whole year. And now that, like, we've started the podcast and, you know, school's in full swing and I got 3,000 jobs, I'm starting to feel a little mm-hmm. bit normal in the sense of, like, I also feel like I can push myself more. Like, I can start picking up this project. I can, you know, read this book to inform myself about this thing that I want to start. And things like that. So that's a long-winded way to say I'm getting back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that. I used to be a super... I guess I kind of still am a home... I'm not a homebody. Like, I like to do things, but I also like to be in bed. So it's a, it's a whatever. But I, I've never been the type to be like, I need to be doing something, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, Probably because I was depressed. Uh, <laughs> LOL. But (laughs) but now I'm like, I really, I can't just sit here. Like, I cannot, you know, like, even if I'm, like, I mean, literally, like I said, I can't sit here figuratively either. Like, I don't want to be in Georgia, but I can't literally just be sitting around and doing nothing. Even in in January, like, for most of January, I didn't, I was like, I need to enjoy this this downtime that I had because I probably won't get it again I don't need to be like always like oh my god why am I not doing anything ah you know yeah um but it does feel nice to not be sitting around you know um it's like it's you have to really find a happy medium between like I want to rest 
uh, like rest and also doing stuff the opposite of rest mm-hmm. activity I guess <laughs> but yeah anyways I've just been trying to do that find a good balance while I'm working and whatever the next question that we have is what do you do when your dreams die or what did you do when a dream of yours has died um I sobbed um (laughs) as one does (laughs) so originally like I wanted to play tennis and do all this other stuff and whatever but I just have injury after injury after injury and yeah with my most recent injury being like my shoulder which honestly shout out to my surgeon (laughs) who else are you gonna shout out who else are you gonna shout out everybody gotta get shouted out (laughs) (laughs) but because I feel like now my left arm, that's the arm that I had surgery on, is better than my right arm. And nothing has ever been wrong with my wow. right arm. Um, could we be in, like, physical therapy doing exercises? She'd be like, how's your shoulder feel? I said, I be, I'm feeling it in my right arm. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Um, but, like, it, when it came to the realization that, like, this is just a, like, a hobby, I was like, I wasted my whole life. Like, I I really had, like, a whole identity crisis behind it because, like, I've been playing tennis since I was three. And, like, like I I just, I love the sport, like, through and through. Like, it's my favorite thing to do. It's my favorite thing to watch. Um, I'm completely obsessed. And when I saw, like, how that dream was fading or, like, it was going to be manifested in a different way, like, you, you know, coach some kids or do this or whatever, it, it stung and I was just like I don't I don't know what to do from here I don't know how to pivot from here I don't know and I'd always had like backup plans but I never thought that I'd have to execute them if that makes sense yeah. so they really weren't anything concrete right. <laughs> so I was really I, I just felt like I was just a waste of space I'm gonna be honest um because that was just the thing that I had in my head there were just a lot of factors that also went into why I felt like that dream died but the thing is, one thing that I realized within that is I don't have to stop enjoying that. Like, am I going to be a professional tennis player? Maybe. <laughs> we're not going to we're not going to rule that out. Let my shoulder get back together. <laughs> but, um, but it's like I can still enjoy this thing that I once had. You know what I mean? Like, I can still play. It's not that like, well, I can't play until September. But anyways, but, <laughs> but like. Right. Not yet. But I can, you know, still play. I can still train. I can still have a good time. I can still be surrounded by this entity and not let it consume me off of the the what ifs. Because I did try my hardest. You know what I mean? And that's okay. If you go for a dream and it just shatters and you're just like, well, okay, then what you got to do is got to go get that scotch tape. (laughs) (laughs) Not scotch, duct tape duct tape you got to get that gorilla glue <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the gray duct tape though don't get them fancy colorful ones they don't work as well they, they don't work at all the gray duct tape it it will put your dreams back together <laughs> get those uh bungee cables and some <laughs> and some duct tape you're set for life right but it was one of those things like you just have to and it's not even like you know like oh was it even realistic that i could do it you know like, no, like if you can conjure it up, it's real. Like it's realistic. You know what I mean? Like, like you're fine. 
But it's just one of those things like you realize like sometimes like this isn't the way that it's going to go and that's okay. And like I really had to pivot from that idea and stop being so like negative and like like I I, like resented myself almost Mm -hmm. because I was like like why were you doing this and it didn't even pay off in the way that you said it would people said it would and all this other stuff. Um, based off like injuries and all this other stuff and I couldn't predict an injury like sometimes literally you just get thrown like a wrench in your whole entire plan and your whole entire dream and something really just derails it all Uh, we we see it happen all the time I really just had to you know take a breather with myself and just say like it's okay it is okay you can still enjoy the sport there's some people who have so many bad injuries that they can't even enjoy anything Mm mm-hmm and you still have the capacity to do that. And it's okay to now pursue some of your other things since you put so much time and energy into that. And you will find fulfillment elsewhere. And it is okay to put that, like, energy somewhere else. So that that's kind of how, like, I've, you know, coped with it, with, like, that whole dream, like, dying, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that sounds so drastic. But, <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. So, yeah. Yeah, I've, I have ne- I have not had a similar, or an experience where my dream has died, like ever, because I I wasn't really passionate about anything when I was a kid. like I was passionate about things, but not anything that would lead me to a big dream, you know, um, or at least not anything that would lead me to a dream that I don't still have, you know. So it just I don't have that type of experience, but. Um, I was my cousin that I talked about in I think our Valentine's Day episode. I don't know. I talked about her um putting all her accomplishments up for Black History Month, and she was like, "Look, if I can do it, I can do it. Just because no one ahead of me has done it yet and has looked yeah. like me doesn't mean that I can't do it." But anyways, there's an article written about her in a lot of different papers, but um. This one, there's one in USA Today, and I was like, oh, girl, we are famous. <laughs> um, look up. Her name Vanessa Brooks. But um, she, since she's all famous now, I guess I can tell you who she works for. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, but she works for OKC, and she's, like, first black uh, athletic trainer or something like that. I don't really remember but in the article, she wrote about, or she talked about how um, she loved basketball when she was a kid, but she was like, basketball did not love me, because she was get she got hurt a lot. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I've never talked to her in depth about it. I was just, like, there while it was happening, and while she was, like, making the decision to pivot or do whatever. I, like, saw that, how, like, passionate she was about basketball and how much she loved it. And I think that she always wanted to do something with the NBA. Um, but I feel like she probably wanted to play basketball, you know, the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes we just, you know, there, it's okay to have that death of a dream, I guess. Um, and then just be like, okay, however long it takes. Because that's also grief, you know? Yeah, big time. It's it's grief. You're you're something that you've put so much time and effort into is just kind of gone. So it's okay to take that time and be like, this freaking sucks. 
and I hate all of this. I hate what's happening right now. And then just be like, okay, well, maybe I can do something else or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like you said, maybe I can look at these other backup plans that I had, but didn't think I was ever going to do. Yeah. You know? So it's like a blessing and a curse, I think, to have that kind of like come to you realization, I guess. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So I guess kind of like, going to a different direction with that how do you cope with failure um you see the thing about me is that I don't (laughs) I don't fail so I don't have I'm kidding (laughs) um I think that I guess um for me failure has always been really scary so I'm just now getting into the point where I feel like I can fail so I'm not sure, like, I have failed at things before, and I, I, you know, really beat myself up about it, but I think the only thing that you you can do, really, is just take your time, like, let yourself be, like, dang, you know, I really put my all into that, and I still failed, like, that's kind of crazy, because <laughs> you know, hard work doesn't hard work doesn't always pay off like I know what they say but sometimes it just don't it's just just not how it goes but you know um give yourself that time give yourself the space to be like wow uh yikes <laughs> you know cry <laughs> it out do what you need to do and then if you want to try again try again and if you don't you can move on like think about it's it's a time for kind of like self-reflection I guess to honestly every time is a time for self-reflection for me but that especially is a time for self-reflection to be like do do am I passionate enough or do I have enough like motivation and whatever to want to continue to do this even after I've already failed or do I just want to be like okay that didn't work out let me try something else you know so um I think it's definitely something that, because I used to fail a lot of tests in school, and I'd be like, oh, my God, you're so freaky, so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> so, you know, I learned that, look, you're going to fail sometimes. It's going to yeah. happen. And that's, like, literal failure. Like, <laughs> girls getting, like, 51s. <laughs> like, I, over halfway. Um, but, uh, you know, it's still, I, I gave myself the time to be like, okay, look it's not everything is always going to work out the way that you want it to. Yeah. And, you know, you have to, that's like a part of life. You just have to come to terms with the fact that it's just not going to work out all the time, but you can always get back up. You know that song? Um, Cause a saint is just a sinner who fell down. Hey. And, uh, that's okay. Okay. It's a banger, but even in the we non-Christian context, fall down. Down. and we get up. Okay, yes. <laughs> that song's a banger. <laughs> Laps, but you know, even outside of the gospel context, yeah, you know, sometimes you gotta fall. You gotta be a sinner to fall and become a saint. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Someone put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> put on the bumper sticker for your car. Sometimes you just gotta be a sinner and fall. <laughs> fall down as a sinner, get back up a saint. Okay. Oh. 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 Anyways, <laughs> it's a word. Yeah. 
No, I at first, like for me, with like failure, I didn't, didn't acknowledge it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was just like, okay, child. Anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> and kind, I'm kind of the the same way now, but I just look at it differently. I'm just like, oh, like like you said, like I give myself the space. Like, dang, that sucks. Like I just did all of this and it didn't work or so-and-so didn't like it or approve it I'm like dang I really just wasted my whole time doing this right right and I mean I definitely give myself that space now but also I think just how I cope cope is just like I'm like look I I'm really in that person if a door shuts a window will be cracked somewhere else (laughs) Right. (laughs) right so I'm like it I don't know. I still, I don't think I have healthy, like, coping mechanisms when it comes to failure, just because I don't have any, like, concrete ones. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, that happened. And then I, like, move <laughs> on. I would even be like that with, like, tennis matches. And my parents would be like, are you upset that you lost? Like, no, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's, like, a, but the thing also, I realized, like, with, like, failure like like you said like you always have to do like self-reflection and that sometimes it's just not like negative most of the times it's not even you're not the reason you failed there's not anyone that's more qualified than you they literally just went in a different direction if they you know like a job or what whatever it is um so you can't like I feel like get boggled down on yourself too much too but in the areas of where you can reflect like oh I didn't I could have, you know, written this another way, or I could have mm-hmm. drawn this picture, something else. I could have, you know, just stuff like that. Like, I feel like self-reflection is a really big part of, like, coping with failure, just so you can understand. And I think it also provides closure, because you're just like, next time I do something, I won't do this again. I'll do it a different way to see if I get mm-hmm. another outcome. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a, a big point too but you can still ignore it no I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I think that like self-reflection is important because if you want to try again you can do it a different way but also in the same vein you shouldn't let it become all-consuming yeah that you're like oh man why didn't I do that why didn't I do this why didn't I why did I say that why did I say that you know yeah because that's just gonna it it has to be like a very happy medium where Mm -hmm. you're reflecting and you're like okay I see the things that maybe didn't go as well as I wanted them to and next time I will I know that I will do better because I've thought about the things that you know didn't work out the way that I wanted them to but yeah so you you definitely it it comes with a lot of (laughs) trial and error absolutely (laughs) for lack of a better term but to figure out yourself well enough to be like okay if I fail at this then you know you don't have to also you don't have to be upset sometimes I feel like sometimes we fail and we feel like we should be upset yeah sometimes I just feel like okay I don't want it anyway did you (laughs) (laughs) I be telling myself I I, it wasn't meant to be I didn't want it (laughs) shout out to Dick Sporting Goods (laughs) shut up Yo, I applied for a job at Dick's Sporting Goods, and this was during the pandemic, and I was just like, I don't want to work retail again unless I have to. Mind you, I had a job. I was in grad school. Like, I was fine. I did not need to go get another one, but I felt like I needed to, and 
I went into that interview and they were like, I had my open availability, right? And then they said, what's your availability? I said, I'm only free on Monday and Sunday. (laughs) I did not want to work there. And they did not call me back to this day. And do I blame them? No. (laughs) They were like, okay, anyways, next person. (laughs) Next. Yeah. It's okay. Sometimes. Yeah. It'd be like that for real. But yeah, no, I completely agree with you and everything. It's just, it's. That's a mess. But in closing, I, our last thing is like, do do you have any advice for people who are, you know, chasing dreams, looking at the aspirations, like they think it's too large, they think it's unattainable, like anything that you have to say, like what what is the best advice you can give? Um, I think I've probably already said my advice in some way, shape or form, but I think honestly, um, if you really, first of all, you need to think, do I really want to do this? Is this something that I can envision myself doing? Is it something, like, when it comes to dreams and goals, you have to think, like, is this something that I want to do? Is it something that someone else wants for me? Is it, you know, mm-hmm. you really got to get to the center and be like, this is definitely something that I myself want to do for myself, whatever. So after you do that, you have to um, just keep trying yeah you know and because once you know for a fact that this is something that you want to do for yourself that nothing can shake that you know that little inner the core of your dream so after that keep trying and that's coming from someone who is currently trying so I you know sometimes you might fall it might fall off the wayside because that happens to me all the time I'm just like eh this month right. is not it. I'm. I need a break. Whatever. So sometimes you may fall off the wayside, but just get back on on track. Keep going. It doesn't. It, even if it takes you years, yeah. years, decades to do to reach your dream or to get to somewhere that you are comfortable. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> you know. I don't like people always say. I remember I was on Reddit for whatever reason. And um, there was this person that was like, I'm 26. I feel like I'm too old to to get a bachelor's degree, which is crazy because 26 is not old. But, um, you know, I feel like I'm too old to get a bachelor's degree or whatever. And people in the comments are like, baby, I'm 65 and I'm in undergrad. So right. am I, if you're too old, then I'm ancient, you know, <laughs> it, you, it, it's there's no time frame. I think this is my my like advice for real because this is something I tell myself all the time there is no time restraint or no time frame that is like the time that you need to reach your dreams you know there's no nobody can put time constraints on your own dreams you know so if you take 15 years to do one thing and someone else takes five months who cares who cares you know the you know the enemy to progress is comparison or something like that. Isn't that? Yeah. I think that's a quote from someone. So, you know, just keep going. Stop comparing yourself to people. Don't, don't give yourself time constraints. Cause I hate that. I hate the whole long-term 10 year plan. That's stupid. I can't even think past Friday. Okay. (laughs) Literally. I cannot think past 9 PM. 
It's eight fifty-five. Right. I can't. I can only think about the. I can only think about my days five minutes at a time because I don't understand time. So. <laughs> right. I, but you know, anyways, it's it's just just keep going, keep going. You know, keep running, keep doing what you need to do, and eventually it'll work out. You know, it'll work out in the in the way that's meant to work out. So. There you go. I love that. No, I think, I think that is a very like important piece. Like do when you are trying to pursue your dreams, don't expect that they're going to just pop up tomorrow. Now they might, mm-hmm. if you played the lottery and you want to get rich and, <laughs> but yeah, right. I mean, but you have to, again, time, such a weird concept. We can jump into that another day, but <laughs> um, do it, do it at your own pace. Because I also feel like that's when you produce the quality that you want as well. Yeah like whatever project that you want to do, like, like, I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to sit down and write a novel, you know, like, I'm not going to do that and do it in six weeks. Like some people do, I will write a page a day. (laughs) And by the end of the year, baby, we got 365 pages. (laughs) Okay. That's a book. The whole book. But you know what I mean? Like, take your time. Like you said, um, and it's okay if you fall off. Like, don't think that it's not okay as long as you do, you know, get back up to do it. Um, but I think, like, my biggest thing is uh, – I was talking to you a little bit. I was on Clubhouse listening to this, like, inspirational, like, morning, like, talk or whatever. And I just like the way that this guy said this phrase. He said, I don't chase my dreams because it feels like I'm just trying to catch up to something. He said, I hunt my dreams because I'm tracking them down for me. And that has resonated in my spirit since I heard it in like January. And then the thing is like hunt, like even like the whole like quote unquote sport of hunting. Um, <laughs> I don't, don't really understand that. Not trying to understand it. But anyways, I, from <laughs> what I do understand, like it is a patient process like you can go out there and you know strike gold your first five minutes while you're out there or you could be sitting there for 12 hours just in the quiet with yourself it's just you know you and everything that you can control yeah and sometimes that is the space that you were in yeah and it's like when you're when you're chasing your dreams you're just running you're just going Mm -hmm. you're just running and you're gonna get burnt out but you're trying to catch up to something but this hunt the whole idea of the hunt is to make sure you secure your, your dream, your prize, your goal. And sometimes you might miss, like we talked about, you may shoot your little, I don't know why I'm thinking of like a bow and arrow, but you Me might. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I was like, shoot your arrow. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Sometimes you might shoot your arrow and you know, the little deer going to skedaddle away is going to be like, yikes. Yes. <laughs> right. So thought you had me. Got to be quicker than that. <laughs> Got to be quicker than that. <laughs> um but in in that sense like you know you will end up hitting your shot and it just takes patience and all this other stuff so hunt your dreams kids drink a lot of water yeah do what you drink need to do water. <laughs> drink, that's, that's the true goal to be hydrated for the rest of my life drink a lot of water <laughs> for real it'd be hurting um, me right <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that wraps up today's episode. I hope that, you know, we said something that can help resonate with you. Um, 
if there's a story that you want to share with us or some inspirational quotes that you want to share with us, please like DM us on Instagram or drop it under, you know, picture slide up on our stories. Just like tell us like some things that have helped you. And yeah, so we'll be back next week, you know, every Wednesday. Hey. Podcast day. Hey, hey, what's your flavor? Oh. Tell me what's your flavor. 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 <laughs> <Right over. laughs> but yeah, so um we'll see y'all next week. Have a good night. Bye. See you later. <laughs>